Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Tuesday, February 20th, 2024, and I have a great show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels nor Stan Szymanski nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest and everything presented here is for informational purposes only. Well, 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 last week I did a podcast, you know what, I think I've got it sitting right here, yeah, uh, that's a different one, backs off, let me go back here, oh, if only they had buttons that made things go back when you wanted them to. Yeah, there, I did a, a, a report last week that there was a new report that came out recommended recommending uh, phasing out special education. You're like, what? Oh, yes. The people who control the purse, spring, purse strings, not the purse springs, uh, most of the time they're on bed springs trying to pull the strings. Uh, they want to reduce and even close out funding for special needs institutions. If you've ever spent any time in a special need institution, you would say, oh yes, these people are, are better off here than, let's say, in a public school. But you know, when it comes to the money, these people who are the grifters, who sit with titles in the city-county buildings of the United States and around the world, and the state government buildings, oh, they would like to hold on to that money if they could for themselves because, you know, they're just worthy people, just worthy people. But today I want to share a story with you why closing down special needs institutions would not be a good idea. Uh, first, let me back up and preface this a little bit with the, the story I actually reported on last week titled, If Special Schools Close, Students with Disability Need More Inclusive Mainstream Education, experts say. Now, this is actually from ABC um, RN that was by uh, Anna Kelsey Sugg and Michelle Weeks for Life Matters. This is out of Australia, but these other stories have been like this in America. So this just happened to be the most recent one. In its final report handed down in September, the Disability Royal Commission called for the phasing out of segregated education by 2051. It's a call that sparked deep debate. Even the six commissions uh, commissioners disagree. Only three, 
including the two who live with disability, recommend phasing special schools out. The other three did not think a total phasing out of special schools was necessary. Uh, And they go down to say, but one thing is clear, if special schools were phased out, mainstream education would have to become more inclusive. Folks, here's a story out today on why (laughs) expecting the mainstream public schools to be more inclusive of special needs will never work. Story today out of Tampa, Florida from WFLA. Hillsborough teacher accused of punching nine-year-old with autism. Tampa, Florida. A Hillsborough County teacher was arrested Monday after allegedly attacking a nine-year-old with special needs, according to deputies. The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office said on February 8, a nonverbal autistic student at the Eisenhower Exceptional Center hit Preish Rodriguez, 39, a behavioral support teacher at the school. In response, Rodriguez punched the child to the ground, investigators said. Quote, I am disgusted by the actions of this individual who was not only in a position of authority and trust, but was given the responsibility to protect our most vulnerable, Sheriff Chad Cronister said. Quote, no child under any circumstance should be subject to this level of violence. There is no place for the abuse of children in our schools or in our community And our detectives will continue to work to ensure that all of our students are protected, unquote. The sheriff's office said Rodriguez faced a charge of child abuse. Now, a couple things, folks. Uh, I, I just have to. They've already got this guy wearing the orange. Uh, you know, somebody like this, did they pass a background check? I don't know. I mean, you do have to pass one of those before you get to work in an institution. Um, there is just, I mean, a nine-year-old. I mean, I don't care how... Uh, advanced physically they might be for their age there is just no excuse for punching a nine-year-old and this dude i mean you only see the picture from you know like the chest up he's a big dude (laughs) i mean this guy uh is from from what it appears to be you know over six foot over 200 pounds you know punching a nine-year-old We're seeing more and more stories about problems in public education. I did a story two to three weeks ago about an aide 
uh, that got knocked out by an 18-year-old. It's kind of a reverse situation. A kid with autism who was 18, who who was the bigger one. He, this kid was uh, he was over six foot, over 200, and apparently. Uh, they told him that they were going to take... Now, he's in a public school situation, not a special needs institution. Uh, they told him they were going to take away, I think, his Nintendo, and he just went off. And his first swing was a knockout punch on this teacher's aide. And then he, he got... He, you know, when she went to the ground, uh, he continued to beat her. Uh The average person in education in the public school, I don't care if they've had a little bit of training, they have no idea, in my humble opinion, of what's in store for them. Because the special needs community is so diverse and it's not a, uh, (laughs) it is most certainly not a homogenous group. It's, you know, everybody gets, needs to be known and understood for who they are. Because a lot of times there's not a lot of change you can do. You're caring for them. Yes, yes, you are educating them through the use of physical therapy, occupational therapy, vision therapy, and so forth. But to think that you're going to go about your day, quote, normally, unquote, you, as an old friend would say, you out your mind. Uh, and so when I see a story, like a full-grown man, I mean a grown man, punching a nine-year-old to the ground, A, it speaks, you know, poorly about our society, we could say, if this was just a one-off, I'd say, well, you know, that happened and that's bad. Uh, You know, I hope that they take care of that situation. It is widespread, widespread. The inability, and when I mean widespread, I mean this. The inability of public education to sufficiently and correctly care for the special needs population they can't do it you know so what we did and and in other uh (laughs) i mean even in the special needs institutions there are times when they can't do it won't do it or do something untoward that also happens because it happened to us me and myself, my wife, and our daughter, who was the affected one. We had to pull her out of that school and have her education, quote unquote, at home. And we fought to get physical therapy, occupational therapy, vision therapy at our home where we had supervision. And they did not like that because it cost the school district money. That see that they could keep for themselves if those parents just wouldn't complain so much. But folks, in in sharing these stories with you, one of the things I've continued to beat the drum on 
is that I believe that it's only going to get worse from here. That the quality of education for the special needs folks is going to get worse from here. The attack on special needs and disability is growing, not getting less, it's growing. And for those of you who have any ability to do so, this is another constant I've been sharing with you because of stories just like this and numerous, numerous others I have reported on since we started this podcast. Uh, and I posted even before then, but we started the podcast in October of 2022, is that if you have the ability, and if I, di- if I didn't have the family that could help me do this, or friends, or, or connections, I would begin to pray right now to find someone to help get me and my affected child, or whoever you're caring for, brother, sister, out of the heavily populated areas where, that of course is where a lot of special needs institutions are, and get into the country, I seriously would. And if you were able to get into the country among a small community, even potentially a small town, but especially if you had some family who could get you onto some property, you know, uh, because without going and doing a full show on the risks that are facing this country, we're going to be doing that soon in a day or so, uh, because we're finishing up the article that Jack Lawson and I are writing together, um, and we're we're finishing our edit and... um, First, the article will be up, and then uh, we'll be doing some comments on that. Is that all people will need to, (laughs) it would be much better to be out of the build-up areas. You know, I'm asking something of some of you that seems and really is virtually impossible right now. You're probably barely getting by. You're probably living maybe in an apartment. You, your spouse probably left you. I mean, 80% of the time, the man leaves the household when there's a child with, you know, catastrophic illness. And, a lot, and it's still very high with, you know, let's say just, just quote unquote, special needs or disability. You know, you work all day and your kid's in a program, you come home, you're a caregiver. Or you're the caregiver and you go into uh, the system of welfare and you never get out of it. I would just encourage you to pray to God, to ask Jesus Christ into your life, ask for wisdom, and ask him to lead you to a place of safety. This whole thing, like they want to phase this out by, phase out, uh, special needs schools and so forth by uh, 2051 in Australia. They're not going to have to wait that long, in my humble opinion. Stay tuned to Encouraging Angels for uh, the article in the podcast uh, regarding um, 
you know, the navigation of the American apocalypse. We're, we have a, a really great article coming out regarding that. Uh, because everyone is going to benefit from hearing that information. And, you know, the first thing, and we're, Jack and I are going to be writing on a bunch of different subjects, talking about, hopefully, uh, a bunch of different subjects. And the first thing that one must come to terms with is that there is a problem, let alone what to do about it. Most people still, they have, you know, one of the things about the Obama's movie, Leave the World Behind, is the scene where the family's on the beach, and they can see this oil tanker coming at them, that it's on the horizon, then it's off the shore, and then it's on the shore. And actually, only the young kids really keep an eye on it and say, hey, this is happening, it's coming. Um... People cannot see the tsunami. They cannot see the invasion of the foreigners into the undocumented people into America. They cannot see the collapse of the U.S. dollar. They cannot see the impact that it will have on their savings and retirement that that's going to collapse. They can't see it. The first thing is admitting the problem, and that's what Jack and I <clears throat> will be discussing in our article, is that admitting that there's a problem, first of all, and, you know, bringing through the evidence that documents that. Uh, I really believe time's short, folks, before there's just... Um, really some type of event that sets the country on a completely different course, none of which will be good. We will be getting to that. Stay tuned. Please keep up at um, all the articles that I post and write at uh, you know www.encouragingangels.org. Click on EA blog. Go there every day. You know, we're covering everything from, you know, of course, disability and special needs, but all the information about the jab and, uh, you know, all of the suffering, all of now it has broken through finally after three years. You know, we, we've done this for three, since the beginning for three years, documenting the evil nature, the unhealthiness and the actual death and disease and disability caused by the jab. Not by a virus. By the jab. It's a lot to, to cover. And quite frankly, a lot to deal with. People don't want to hear it, but now they have to hear it. They have to hear it now. Uh and, of course, on financial, because that's what I did before my daughter got sick. Uh, and other things that pertain to the life, health, and welfare of the disabled and the special needs, which also includes just about everybody. 
that they can benefit from hearing that. Because our take on things is not cookie cutter. It's not the same old thing. Please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. I mean, can you do $20? Can you do $100? I don't know. I mean, it's up to you, you know. And, of course, we we do um, things from a perspective of asking people to trust Jesus. We share information about the Scripture, about why you should trust Jesus. Not many places are like Encouraging Angels. So please support Encouraging Angels. Go to www.encouragingangels.org. Click on the Donate tab and you can give with your card through the Cornerstone link. Or you can send something directly to our P.O. Box. Uh, I did mention Jack Lawson today. And uh, Jack and I have been working on this article. We're hopefully going to do some podcasting. And um, please uh, consider... Jack supports Encouraging Angels. And take a look at his book, Civil Defense Manual, at civildefensemanual.com. If you're not, you know, military, and you're not military, and you weren't uh, infantry, or you weren't special forces, you don't have all the information that's in that book, because there's information regarding survival in a civil defense uh, situation regarding food, water, Water filtration, procurement, storage, uh, shelter, energy, protection, the neighborhood protection team that Jack wrote on uh, so brilliantly in that uh, resource, Civil Defense Manual, as well as other authors like NC Scout on communication, Matt Bracken on night fighting, uh, Sam Culper on area study. You cannot duplicate the information that's in there. It's $100, 950 pages, two volumes to have this at your fingertips if the grid goes down, which we're having more and more incidents of things happening. The incidence of cyber attack on our infrastructure is the highest it's ever been. Folks, civildefensemanual.com. Check it out, please. Uh... And please, come back here next time. We look forward to seeing you next time. This is the Encouraging Angels podcast. I'm Stan Szymanski. And again, we look forward to seeing you right here next time.